Welcome to Book Nation. I'm Nell Coakley. I'm Chris Stevens. And we have a local author coming in later today. I know. We're very excited. Uh, Brenda Kelly Kim is a local columnist. She Her columns run in a number of our papers. And she has written a book. She wrote it a, a little while ago, but it's, it's still out there, still relevant, mm-hmm. called Sink or Swim, Tales from the Deep End of Everywhere. And we have to ask Brenda about that cover because that cover is like my dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Brenda in a little inner tube kind of thing. Or what is that? Is that a life preserver? It's a life preserver. It's a life preserver with, you know, a glass of... She's got like a champagne and glass of wine in one hand and her red shoes, which she is known for. And her, so she's just like living life. So hanging off the finger. Hanging off the tips of her super fingers. Super exciting. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, before we get there. Book news. Book news. You have a Harper Lee. And you do too. I do. I do. So Harper Lee is known for writing, I was going to say one famous book, but now two, except I don't like to think of the second book. She wrote one famous book and one stinker. Yeah. Well... Which is why she didn't want to write a Which sequel. is why she didn't have it published. And yet her family or... I think it's her sister. Sister, who somebody... Her estate. Yeah, felt that they should publish that after her death. And I sort of disagree with that. So I just think of To Kill a Mockingbird. But what I found, which was really fun, was um, there was an article just in the New Yorker um, earlier this month, I was going to say, I can't remember what the date was, where she was actually a really, a pretty talented artist. Really? So yeah, she used a doodle and I, I love it, And but it was more than doodles. They, the, the joke was that it was sort of like Harper Lee doodles, but it was, it's always a notebook, they were not always, but the ones that they have were notebook paper um, and they were penning drawings and a lot of like Shakespearean characters and whatnot, but they're hilarious. They're almost like caricatures, but they're, That's weird. they are really good. But then she also had some more serious um, drawings and um, acrylic and acrylic painting and stuff that she did. Yes, that's so fascinating. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they're all going up for auction, so yeah. they're going to auction them off. Yeah, I didn't say when they were going up for auction, so I don't know. I mean, not that I could probably afford them anyway, but um, but yeah, they're really neat. That's they're so, beautiful. That's so fascinating. Did she do them? Uh, so did the other things that she was doing? Mm-hmm. Did she do them of like? The area where she lived in the South? People. She did portraits. She did portraits. Yeah, there was just one person, and I can't, I'm I, horrible that I cannot remember the name. I'm not surprised because um, I think when you read To Kill a Mockingbird, her writing is so evocative. So you see those people in your head. Apparently, the only one that's ever been published was she did a portrait of, of Scout. She did a portrait of Jean Louise, which who is, is it Jean Louise? Jean Louise. Yeah, who is Scout. Um, and I don't know if that's... You mean the little girl who yeah. played her in the movie? No, well, I don't know if it's in the book. I think it's in the book. So, like, what she thinks the character yeah. actually looks like. Yes. Um, and I think that's the only one that was ever published. And there are other ones are just hers. They're in, done in notebook paper, and they're done, like, throughout the years. And they were just really kind of cool. I wonder if she was sitting there, like, bored during a meeting. Like, sometimes... Probably. Sometimes you get um, quite a, a few of our artists <laughs> when we we have staff our meetings. Our editorial staff meetings. I always look around to see what people Everybody's are drawing. drawing yeah. things. <laughs> So, we have a hard time sitting still, our little group of, of writers. I think it's because... I think it's <laughs> Maybe because it's a writer thing. <laughs> it is. I think it's because, you know, as a journalist, you're, you're taking notes all the time. So you, you, you never... I don't know. I, think, I don't think I ever sit in a place where I'm actually listening for information. It is very odd doodling. for me to go to a meeting that I don't have to cover. Because I do. I automatically want to take notes. And it's weird when all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I don't have to take notes. All it's, I have to do is pay attention. It's fun to see people um, whenever we have any sort of other training or meeting or anything else going on. Everybody files into the room with a pen and a notebook. Yeah. I never do because I figure you guys will take all the notes. <laughs> we do. So I love that. I just thought that was really that that was really cool. I kind of wish they had said... Um, I kind of wish like they said, much? you know, yeah, well, like where they were going to be auctioned off. And I'm sure I could go online and find it. They just, in this article, I just didn't happen to mention it. But So if you're a big fan of Harper Lee's, yeah. you can own a little piece Shakespeare, of Shakespeare, you know. Her. And there were other characters other than Shakespeare. That'd Those really are just cool. off the top of my head. That'd be really but neat to it would see. be really neat to see, yeah. So I wanted to, um, I wanted to bring up that really interesting brouhaha that recently just happened about this fascinates me is this about this is the litigation so one of the theaters um actually a bunch of theaters all over the country are doing to kill a mockingbird i don't know it's so weird that when they all sort of pick the same thing but um was it the marblehead little theater Mm -hmm. was going to do a production of it and they get this really strange letter telling them to cease and desist like you are have to shut down your production because there's this weird sort of case going on 
someone's suing someone else and you can't do this. And so it, it's like a stage adaptation of a novel. And the playwright was Christopher with Sergal, something like that. And he, he's doing this production and he has written it. But it looks like Aaron Sorkin also did a new adaptation. Okay, and so it's on Broadway. It's on Broadway. It's on Broadway. So if you are a major city, you can't do a production of To Kill a Mockingbird if you're within 25, 25 miles, miles of, a major, of a major city while that production is on Broadway. Right. How crazy is that? Because, you know, people aren't going to go to New York to see Aaron Sorkin's well, that pro- To Kill a Mockingbird when they can go to the Marblehead Little Theater. Right. Not that I'm... Ju- the Marblehead Little Theater is fantastic and I love them. But seriously, they, Broadway thinks they're a threat. But the hilarious thing, right? The hilarious thing is that this this play has been staged by like a million people before. This version of this Christopher Sergal version. And this this guy, this producer, this Scott... Is it Rudin? Rudin... He's the producer, so he's backed Rude, by I Harper think. Lee's estate, probably her sister. Um, but he's backed by the estate, and they're basically saying, well, with this new production, um, they have the exclusive stage rights. So if you're like the Marblehead Little Theater and you got this ridiculous letter, you're probably like, you were, they were really shocked. But only if you're 25, within 25, 25 miles. miles. Because Hamilton Wenham was putting it on, but they are 25.6 miles. From Boston. So they did not get in trouble. Marblehead is... Who is is the person that is measuring measuring it? Marblehead is 16 point something miles from Boston, so they got a cease and desist letter. Is that crazy? I know. But you know what they they are? I think they're putting it on... They uh, are. Gloucester Theater stepped up and said, hey. And said, hey, we'll we'll give you our... We're we're just 25 miles. We're just outside the limit. Which I thought was very cool. That is so cool of Gloucester to do that. I gotta wonder what's going on with Harper Lee's estate. What is up with whoever is controlling that? But you know, it's funny. Because you. there are people that do that. My my husband worked for a t-shirt company for a long time, and somebody was trying to do a somebody wanted to do a Disney. You know, oh, they no, wanted no. yeah. I They're mean, very protective. This is a there. again Marblehead. Not to the company just happened to be located in Marblehead, and this was twenty years ago. But um, they got a letter like the next day for you know this company in Marblehead. How, do How they did know? they even know? But they did. They did. Well, this guy, this Scott. This, this Rudin, Rudin guy, right? Yeah. He apparently started getting all kinds of like crazy letters and people saying all kinds of nasty things about it because it's like how, you know, how is this little production going to threaten your big Broadway? I, know. I mean, yeah. it's Aaron Sorkin for crying out loud. Who is the gene? Who is the guy behind West Wing, West Wing and Newsroom and a number of other things? Didn't so he Dave, I think he did Dave. <gasps> did he? I love that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, he used a lot I of caught a car- fish this big. Right. I think that he did a lot of those characters. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Or was it the American President? One of those. That also he, a good one. Yeah. That he complimentary he shoes. Absolutely. Sorry. I don't have any clue what she's talking about. <laughs> But I just think that's like the strangest. Yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy. So, it is really crazy. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Brenda will actually find that amusing because she's a Harper Lee fan. But um, who doesn't like Harper Lee? I know. How many times have you read that book? I think we talked about this at one point. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is one of those Lee. books though that you read over and over again. Although I was it you somebody just mentioned Little Women. There's a new adaptation of there Little is, Women coming yes. out too. Isn't it modern? Are they setting it like a modern time, modern day? I don't believe so. I think oh, okay. the last photo that I saw somewhere they were in period costume. Oh, okay. Um, and I will go see that. I love. I love because she's seen like every adaptation. I have. Of it. I have. I don't know what it is about the story of Little Women, but I do love it. I don't know. I don't know what is the... I've never seen the staged version of To Kill a Mockingbird. No, I, I don't think I have it either. It makes me wonder what that would be like. I have not seen it either, I don't think. No, I'm say I don't think. I haven't. I haven't seen it either. So it is one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. So that's really interesting. But can you... Again, can you imagine... Harper Lee's estate, this guy <laughs> sent you a letter Concerned saying, about the Marblehead Little Theater or Hamilton Wenham. You or can't do your play. What? What? Or whoever. Like they're all set or to go. Red Hook, New York. I mean, for crying out loud. What is that about? I guess they've, yeah. They're, so there are actually a lot of these little places that and honestly they paid, had to. And they paid a, the rights to do the play too. It's not they, like they were just doing it and saying, you know, yeah, they whatever. they paid for the rights. They for paid for the rights. Christopher Sergals. Yeah. And and uh, the people at Marblehead Little Theater said it's not the first time that they've 
had to not do a play because all of a sudden a Boston thing have, has sprung up. But the idea that this is in New York and they're in Marblehead, Massachusetts, and they still can't do it is And just, it's all over the country. It wasn't just ridiculous. New York. So a ton yeah. of places yeah. received those. And I, again, I'm still wondering, who are you that that is just your job? checking that out. I know. Like, oh, I no, know. we can't do that. I know. I mean, are they just reading, you know, arts and more sections every single day all over the country to figure I out who's doing what? love the idea of you know, different takes on things. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't have to like do the original source material obviously is, is amazing, but you know, doing a different take on it, what is the problem with that? What is, you know, so Aaron Sorkin wrote it great. Now the entire world can't do it because this, of this, <laughs> it's just so strange. Okay. That's just what I just think it's really, really strange. Perhaps Aaron Sorkin should write ghost at a watchman. Oh, now maybe I'd go see that because I am a huge Aaron Sorkin fan. So, so you'd be like, um, it's the sequel to the book, but maybe Aaron can do something. Maybe with he it. can clean it up. That'd be great. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll talk to Brenda about that. But we've got lots of other things to talk to her about. We're oh, very excited yes, that she's here, and she's bringing us cookies. She is bringing us cookies. So if you really want to, you know, get your way onto the show, because I know that is on the bucket list of all of our twelve listeners. Bring us cookies. Bring us cookies. <laughs> We love the cookies. We'll be, uh, give us a minute. We'll be right back. We'll be right with, with Brenda Kelly Kim. And her cookies. Awesome. All right. And you are back with Book Nation. I'm Chris Stevens. And I'm Nell Coakley. And today, our special guest, all the way from Marblehead, <laughs> is Brenda Kelly Kim, the author of Sink or Swim, Tales from the Deep End Everywhere. I have to say, Brenda, um, I absolutely love this cover. Isn't the cover the best? Um, Kristen Nyberg, local Marblehead artist, did mm-hmm. that. And she knows me from way back. And and it was just perfect. It's basically Brenda floating on in an inner tube or like a, a life a life ring. A lifesaver. Yeah. She's got her like, you know, sassy red shoes. Her signature red shoes. Absolutely. And uh, is that champagne? And she's just looking it's, at you. It's white wine. And there was a little bit of discussion. Kristen's very good. She's like, I think I'm going to put red wine in the cup. And I said, well, I, I never drink red wine. And she's like, you're right. And it'll be too matchy-matchy with the shoes. She's amazing. So it's, It is just great, though. It's a great image because you you just sort of looking out and saying, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got my shoes. I got my wine. What, what else, else do I need? <laughs> so uh, some of our listeners might know Brenda because she writes a weekly column for us. I do. Um, which is awesome. And I know you get a lot of questions about the column. And the book... Tell us about the book. It's basically... The book is... It follows the um, the mindset of the column mm-hmm. as far as being very positive and, and what to do when the water's over your head and you're kind of, you know up against it in life but I, I tried to I tried to make it very positive I try to make my column very positive I screw up on a regular basis at hmm. 27 different things every single day who doesn't <laughs> but it's you just know, not everybody writes about it you just you ha- you, puts it out there for you <laughs> you have to laugh you have to put it out there because I know when I see that somebody else has done something you know galactically stupid as I have done on a daily basis it seems um I'm heartened by that, and I'm strengthened by that, and I'm yeah. like, oh but not god, everybody it's not puts just it out there, right? not alone. That's what no, think, yeah, no, like, yeah, I and don't you know, know what you're going through. <laughs> nobody wants to read about perfection. No. Who cares about that? No, that's the problem with Facebook. Everybody lives the perfect life on Facebook. Oh, the perfect life. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> not so at one all. of the things that sets Brenda's column off that I, uh, apart from others that I love, is that you start every column with a quote, and you do the same thing in here. I do. I do. It's, you know what, um, way back in college, somebody said, write what you know. And when I was writing the column, it was a prompt from a quote that I like. And so I just said, well, it's working. Don't fix it. Um, my, my dad gave my mom one Christmas, uh, the big unabridged version of Bartlett's quotations. Oh God, yeah. yes. It's, it's, it weighs 12 pounds. I it's have one huge. of those with my great aunt. Yeah. It's huge. And he wrote in the, in the front, he goes, diamonds may not be forever, but we are. Aww. And, you know, and she, then she wrote amen and her, and so like, I have that and yeah. quotations. My mother was always running for Bartlett's quotations. There was a quotation <laughs> for everything. So it's what works for me. So now how does this work? Does the quotation come first? Do you get an idea for a comment? and then have to go look for a quotation? What's the inspiration? Yeah. Um, it, it can vary from week to week. And last week, 
as we know, I had nothing. <laughs> so there's nothing in this week's It's all paper. right. That's all right. Sorry. Happens. I came up empty. But um, yes, n- normally it's a concept that comes to me first, okay. and then I have to find a quote to fill it. Every now and then, maybe two times out of ten, I'll see a quote and I'll go, oh, that's perfect. I'm going to yeah. use it. But mostly it's the, it's the concept and then the quote. I love this one. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. I mean, keep moving. Pretty much, yep. Pretty much sums up life. I love it. Yeah. And and you know what? And it really kind of doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what are you usually doing when when these, you know, some people say they get, you know, their best ideas, you know, we're in the shower. In the shower. Okay. Okay, So she's one of those. Okay. Um, um, And it should be in the book somewhere. If not, it'll be in the next one. But my mother used to call them water thoughts. And whether she was that. doing the dishes or or in the shower or just brushing her teeth, if the water was running, there was like something was gonna you know. And and shower thoughts is kind of my thing too. It's like a zen moment. Like it is. You're in zen space. It, it is. And I mean, um, nobody wants to picture this, so I won't describe it a lot. But I have leaped out of the shower and <laughs> written with lipstick on a foggy mirror. Awesome. <laughs> because I'm just like, I'm going to forget it instantly. Yeah, and I do. you always think you're going to remember it. I forget things yeah. almost instantly. I feel like I've written whole columns or editorials in the shower. Then I get out and I'm like, I have no idea what I just wrote. That was good, though. It was good. Whatever it was. Exactly. It was, I better get a microphone you know what, here. I I was, you know what I do? I, I For me, it's the car. I write yeah. a lot of stuff in the car. Yeah. And if, I find if I do it in my head, I forget it. But if yeah. I say it out loud, yeah. if I repeat it to myself out loud, then I'm more apt to remember really? it when I get back to the office. Yeah. I have used, I have used the iPhone voice memo feature a couple of times a couple of times because I just know by the time I get to the next stoplight I'm gonna forget it yeah what's your what what is your favorite topic that you've you've sort of taken on (sighs) favorite topic is probably very general but I've done several columns on it about how I view myself versus how I view other people we all look around at other people and we say, oh, they're so much smarter than I am. They're thin, they're fit, they're gorgeous, they have money, they have a nice car, they have this, they have that. And you can really get caught up in what everybody else around you right. is doing. But when you're at a high tide and the water's over your head, chances are you're all by yourself. Yeah. So nobody else really matters at that moment. And it's only you that's going to get your arse through the <laughs> through whatever you know comes up Toronto, so whatever, yeah. I can't I can't I try not to look too much at other people and try to decide what to do based on other people because I'm not other people <laughs> <laughs> we just, really shouldn't try to be other people we should just yeah. try to be ourselves well yeah you know and doing that is difficult enough being me you know nobody <laughs> wants to be me I'm not afraid of identity theft there's just nobody on the planet that wants That's to be me totally how I feel I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah between the personality and the bank account there ain't no <laughs> yeah, there's nobody's gonna wants me. nobody wants to try to <laughs> yeah. tackle that. I, that I handed over my credit card the other night at a party that had like a cash bar and you have to run a tab and I handed my credit card and somebody said aren't you worried I'm like they're not gonna to get far on that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Have fun on the five dollars. That's still there. Yeah. <laughs> do do you like? I have. You know. Obviously, I don't think I've, I've read any of the columns. But have your um. Do your does your family mind if you're uh, you know if you write about them? Um. They do. There's um. There's a few rules. There's there's things I, I can't write about. Yeah. Because there are rules. Um. But the kids, I I have told them. You, I have, I have three, twenty-seven, twenty, and seventeen. But I've been writing the column for a while, so they've come up and they've grown up with it. And um, every now and then, one of them will say to me, "This doesn't go in the paper." <laughs> oh, like I'm as you're like, like doing whatever, and, it, and it's always you the can hold that over their heads. Really too. good stuff. Oh, it's the, there's so much good stuff. You guys don't even know the half of what doesn't come out in print. When I was in college, we had a professor, and we used to do something for the school paper, which was our quote of the week. Uh So you would be sitting in class, and you would be waiting for a professor to say something. And we used to have a professor who was pretty hilarious, and he would say all kinds of stuff. And he would naturally turn and always look. I would sit in the corner, and he was like, this does not make it into the Suffolk Journal. (laughs) (laughs) This is just... It's true. It's true. You have to look innocent, don't you? I wrote a cooking column for a number of years, and I talked a lot about my family, like you do. I talked a lot about my family because Uh I come from a family of of people that cook. And my oldest brother, who lived in another state, 
didn't, you know, didn't get the paper. I was writing for a local right. paper or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I was not like allowed to name him once he told me. He's like, don't write him, but don't use my name. So he became, yeah. he, he was like Voldemort. He became he who must not be named. And <laughs> that then, is then knew. Yeah, and I'm like, who do you think is reading? Who do you think in Candia, New Hampshire, this little town that you live in, <laughs> is reading, you know, this True. Massachusetts paper? I'm True. Like, I like, yeah. I mean, thank you for having that kind of faith in me that I have such a wide fan base, but <laughs> exactly. I, I wouldn't be worried about it. If I, I used to write a column a million years ago, just, you know, different things. My other was, brother didn't care. Could when care I was an editor, it. and they still, yeah, I was told by my daughter at one point, no, no more. I was like, okay. Well, I but know. I'm, like, I'm still writing them yeah. in my head. I just Most of the know. people that I knew, the majority of people I knew, knew that I wrote this column. Right. And they knew that if they spent, you know, more than 10 minutes talking to me about mm -hmm. food any because I would write any sort of right. related food related stuff they knew that they, there was a very good chance they were going to end up in my column right so it was just exactly yeah. exactly and I, I do have I, I'll be at like a, you know I'll be at a party or a function or something and someone will say oh my god I'm not going to see this in the paper am I and sometimes in my head which I don't are always now. say <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I sort of think well, God, yeah, I was totally going to do that, but maybe, I guess since you said I can't, I don't want to, you know, yeah. make anybody mad. And um, But other times I've thought, do you really think you're that interesting? I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> the people that say it to me, like, Frankly, I don't want this in the column, and I'm like, don't yeah, worry. You, you just spent 20 minutes telling me about your laundry. I'm not going to write about it. <laughs> does that get hard? Because does that get hard? Because I know Marblehead people go, "Oh, Marblehead's a big town," but it's it's really like a smaller community. Everybody kind of knows each other. It's a small community. Everybody does know each yeah. other. I have. Um, I lived here. I moved here when I was eight. I went away to college in 1982. I was back in five years, and I've lived here ever since '87. So, you know, I've really not spent a lot of time out of Marblehead, but of course I came over from Nahant, so I don't count. <laughs> um, but I have literally never gone into the Marblehead post office and not met somebody I know. And I love that. Yeah. I, it's like being, you know, Aunt B in Mayberry. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's great. On one, on Every one aspect. Na most yeah. times, nine times right. out of ten, it's wonderful. There's always that one person that you go, oh, hi. I mean, I, I ran into somebody um, who I was wearing a little skirt and a polo shirt. I don't know. I I have no fashion sense, and I can barely dress myself, and I didn't really leave the house. <laughs> she looks fine today, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she looks great. I didn't, you know, I didn't leave the house thinking about any specific look, but someone said, oh, look at you. You're like the quintessential Marblehead girl. I swear to God, I wanted to come home and Change. leap off a roof. <laughs> I'm like, no, I will wow. never wear this outfit no, again. God. Yeah, you know. I so think do they treat you differently, like a little bit? Some like do, some don't. Theory? My real friends don't. But people that know me and have known me forever, they get it. But people that I don't know that well will sometimes, like... Well, I'm not going to say anything to you. I'm going to wind up in the paper. And yeah, like, we get that too. We get that all the time. Oh, there's a journalist here. I better keep my mouth shut. I'm like, yeah, because I care so much about what you. Or if you're say. having lunch, <laughs> if you're having lunch with somebody you know, yeah. and you're just sort of eating. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even have a pen handy. I don't even I know. know where there is. My a pen. memory's not that good. And you know what? And I say that. I say that. To, I'm like, I'm at a party. I'm having a glass of yeah. wine and something with cheese. I, I'm not going to remember this. I'm, I'm going to be in a cheese wine coma. I'm not going to remember it. But yet, do you find, I mean, I used to find this all the time. Like, I would go to events in the town that I covered, and I would bring my family, and we would just sort of be, you know, hanging out and doing the events. And mm -hmm. My daughter would get her face painted or whatever, mm -hmm. and people were always like, oh, look, there you are. Let me come talk to you for 20 minutes about something completely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, but I'm not, I'm not on duty. I'm right. actually... Yes. I'm just here... I'm just here to enjoy the day from the activity. Well, Stop going to the activities, actually. What I like and what everybody I've talked to has always understood, and it's great, I always say to people, I don't do news. And then yes, I give them true. Chris Stevens' yeah. number. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Which is fine. Thank you. I no, do I that. appreciate it. It's fine. <laughs> um, I do that. Or she'll shoot me an email. Didn't hear it from me, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like. Don't say that. Um, you know, I, I just say, look, I, I, I don't do news. And, you know, somebody will call me. I, I didn't get my reporter this week. Oh, uh, I get those calls, too. Yeah, don't yeah. deliver it's not it. my department either. I don't do news, and I don't know what's in the police log. Of course, you know. I love the police log. I, every Saturday yeah, everybody morning, Marblehead I love that police, police log. log. I know I didn't post it last Saturday. <laughs> do you? And do you? Um, I guess is that is that a good thing? It is both do a good thing and a bad thing. As I said, my my children have never had any repercussions good. when they yep. were in school. Nice. There was one teacher who said to my daughter, because um, I wrote a column 
about you know how much and I wrote a similar one this last week about homework, but I wrote it just about like schoolwork yeah. and projects and the burden on parents yeah. when you come home and you have oh. to like go spend $50 at Staples. For the love, if you're a teacher, please let the kids have their vacation. Just one, <laughs> one week. Exactly. Just so, you know, week. it's a weekend and I'm looking for like poster yeah. board and green Play-Doh or something. And um, one teacher said to my daughter uh, in like seventh or eighth grade, I forget, you know, that column that your mother writes that isn't news or facts. That's really just her opinion. Yes. Well, and yes. she came home and she told me this, and I'm like, gosh, is he new? <laughs> of course it's my opinion. It's nothing but my yeah, opinion. That's on the op-ed page. It's called right. a column for a reason. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, it wasn't like even a specific column. It wasn't about him. It wasn't about her. It was just about just in general what parents don't okay, want to so see coming home in the book bag. Do you feel like, um, I'm? do you ever like write a column and then sort of disguise the person? Do they know it's them? Have you ever I have done changed that? names, yes. Okay. Um, every now and then, and I have, I have a, a bit of a habit of doing this with social media and usually on a Wednesday or a Thursday night and I'm up against deadline and I'm going oh criminy I got nothing and I'll say <laughs> okay everybody time to help me write my column and I'll like put out a question about like what was your most embarrassing moment or what what's the thing you hate the most about winter or summer or yeah. fall or you know whatever is going I on I think at the we've time. all done that too I mean I certainly did that when I was writing a column oh absolutely I would throw something out to the newsroom and go all right help me out yeah and something. and whenever I do it on Facebook there, there was this one person who I'm no longer connected to which is really nice that said <laughs> oh here we go again it's our turn to write Brenda's column for her. That's so mean. And I'm just like, people are with me. so <laughs> Yes, it is. It's Thursday night. Help a sister out. Yeah. inspiration for once, will you? Yeah, so, 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 yeah. So speaking of which, the columns. Now, this isn't necessarily, the book isn't necessarily a, a compilation. No, it is columns, not is a it? compilation no, of columns. Okay. It, it, it started where my columns ended okay. and took off from there. Because there's, first of all, space concerns in mm -hmm. a local paper. You know, I sure. get right. seven to 800 yeah. words, which is all people can sit still for yeah. anyway, because really we've all is. got ADD. And, uh, and, so, and chapters have to be longer than that. Because when I did the first draft of the book, and it's self-published with Amazon and CreateSpace, so when the first like document was ready online, I looked at it, and they're like, this isn't long enough to make a book. I'm like, oh my god, I wrote a pamphlet. Yay me. <laughs> you know, so then hey. I had to like, like, Thomas Paine. I was just going to say yeah. Thomas Paine. Exactly. <laughs> so I was just like, oh gosh, well, I got to get back at it. I got to add more. That's when I bugged out to Vermont um, to, a, to a friend's house. She, um, she said, I'm, I'm at work from 7 in the morning until 6 o'clock at night, and I don't have the internet or cable. Can you come up? And I'm like, I had my bags packed before I was done reading bye, the email. Kids. Yeah. I'm like, bye. Yeah. And so I literally sat in Vermont in February at her kitchen table and like was able to expand on and finish the book without any like that's interruptions. Awesome. It was great to have that. And it was nice because she's the one that suggested that I go to my alma mater, St. Michael's College in Winooski, Vermont, and tell them that I was doing this in February. Like they don't have enough to do in February in Vermont. And I literally sat in the what admission. What do they have to do in February in Vermont? Shovel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shovel. Ski. That's about it. I didn't ski. know what they Ski and shovel. Vermont. In Vermont, you ski. And the sap starts to run in March. Um, but I said, you know, I wrote this book, and it, it turned out it was just a timing thing. They're like, we need a speaker for a reunion, and you're coming in June. And it happened to be my reunion year. And the next thing I know, I was you know, headlining the St. Mike's reunion. And it was awesome. They, they, they are the ones that, that threw my, yeah. my launch. They put all their social media behind it. That's so, so cool. Yeah, it's it all cool. about networking. When you're on your own and you're self-published, it's all about the networking. So, yes, yeah, so how do you get the book out there? You know what? It's it's a lot about pounding the pavement and carrying mm -hmm. copies wherever you go and handing them out and well, saying, We just talked to a couple, a, a couple of authors um, about that same thing. It's, it's just difficult. a matter of, you have yeah. to be your own press agent. Here's, here's what it's like, and I've described it like this before, and I have had three babies, so I understand what the problem is. It's like having a baby and then having to walk that baby around to strangers' homes, knock <laughs> on the door, and go, hi, what do you think of this baby? And, you know, I am breastfeeding because that's best. And do you think I'd make a good mother? And the whole rest, like, you literally, it is like something you render from your body. I feel your pain, sister. And then have to be, like, judged publicly by people who don't even know you. And how hard is that? I mean, because it's it one thing to write a, It's one thing to write a book. 
yeah. in a fiction or non-fiction book, mm-hmm. if you're writing like history, like we, we spoke with Emma right. J. Dolan. And he wrote oh, he's great, isn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was wonderful. Um, history books. But this is you. <laughs> on a page. This yes, is it is. You on a page. Yes, ma'am. So how tough is that? And like you said, to have people render their opinion that you may not have necessarily asked for. And that and, and that has happened. I, I was in um, Shoebies in Marblehead, which I love, and they carry the book. And I was, I was walking by, and some... Uh, a, a woman had, I think, who was her daughter there, and she's like, oh, look, this is that book from that columnist. And the mother looked at it and went, I hate her. Oh, my. <laughs> and I'm just, Did you apologize? No, no. I, like, I literally, like... I'm so sorry. I have to... I, I'm like, I have to leave the store right now. Can I get out of here without somebody's them seeing me? Like, somebody's going to get, like, an I Irish I think mouthful. it would have been awesome if she, like... Got herself went, a glass of wine and some red shoes hi. and went, hi. <laughs> I'm right here. Right. Unfortunately, the they were not having any samples at that time because <laughs> I had been there at, at Shoebies when they had tastings. It is what people will it's say true. to you. It's face. true. Yeah. Even writing a food column, I would have people say something to me and I'd be like, yeah. I, I, don't really know how, I don't really know how to respond to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you, know, you know what it is? I think it's because... They sort of see you as being in the public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they kind of see mm-hmm. you at, like they read your column, so they think they know you. They, they open they access. They yeah. think they are your BFFs forever, yep. and that you are open access. You are accessible. You are a target. Yeah. I've had people but that's okay. just as a generally being in the news. I have had people call me an imbecile, a moron. Oh all, yeah, all kinds of names. That's what Facebook is for, right? Enemy of the people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, no, but just I'm talking about people to yeah. my face. I've said um, things, and I sort of look at them, and I I think, and sometimes I've said it like, what gives you the right to sort of say that? You don't even know me. You don't even know me. I'm just exactly. a pen name. I'm just I just write news. That's my job. Like. And like you, like you're a moron, and that's your job. And it, it right. improves how much people don't know me. Half the time I show up, and they think I'm going to be a guy because my name is Chris. Chris. Uh, right, well, you're, you are Chris 2.0. I having am Chris followed 2.0. another that is Chris. True. That is true. But even when I wasn't, even, yeah, even in, in other true. jobs, yeah. Do you well, feel that? Do you yeah. feel that intrusion into into your? I wouldn't call it an intrusion. I really don't because I'm always open to like you got something you want me to write about like let me know there's some things that i that i don't write about you know the whole school committee and that um poop show in marblehead i'm not writing about that i ran for school committee i would have been happy to serve i'm not on school committee so i can't say because i'm not there and if you want to know what she's talking about you need to go to (laughs) marbleheadreporter.com yeah marblehead school committee just google it there's a lot of info there but but no so that i feel like and that was like the hardest six weeks of my life when I was running for office because I had to I bet. behave on Facebook and behave on Twitter and not write my column. I, I decided yeah. on my own to not write a column because it wouldn't be right to have more ink than other Anyone people else, yes. and more access than other people. So I said, no, I'm not going to write the column. But, oh my gosh, for six weeks, I had to be like... Everyone else. Nice to people. <laughs> And I'm, it's not one of my strong suits, being nice to people. And, you know, it was difficult. So you so. said there, there are things like you didn't write about the school committee. Is there anything else that's taboo that you don't, that you don't write about? Because you, you cover the gamut. You write about um, a lot of stuff. Her family. I don't. I try not to do all about my kids, all about, you know, being a sure. mom, being a parent. I try not to be all parenting, all mom, all the time. Only because I only have three children. And as much as I love them, they're just really not that interesting. And I'm going to run out of stuff to do on them. And it's just really, you know, so I, I, I but I, but I also like to go uh, outside of the bubble that can be Marblehead. I don't want to write all Marblehead yeah. all the time either, because nice. I'd yeah. like to, you know, throw me in a few more gatehouse papers. I'd, I'd like that. So, you know, I, it can't be too hyper local because mm-hmm. that's not always a good thing. But, um, yeah, there's, I, I try not to go too political, and I try to um, not be falsely positive. Like, I've written yep. columns about this really stinks, and I don't have a good attitude about this. Yeah. I'm really ticked off. Mm-hmm. Which, and I've, again, I love because it's, it's, it's human. It's human. Thank yeah. You. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that I'm really ticked off about, and, you know... Um, I, I've been I've been told by family members that you know McCollum is sort of a license to 
kvetch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but uh, you know I but look you at, careful about. It. But I look at people like that and I go, like I ever needed a license. <laughs> 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 like really permission? Give no. Me a reason. <laughs> no. Yeah. Exactly. Just give me a re- exactly. So um so yeah so there's things that I don't want to do but it's only because of my own personal feelings. It's not because anybody yep. else is telling me what to do. Cool. And is your husband okay with you being you know with? Is he a target? Uh, no. No, that's another one of the rules we don't... Not allowed. Yeah, no, you never see. No. The husband never shows up in the column. Awesome. No. And that's okay. It's not in the book. Okay. It's not in the book. Nope. It's not a... Um, it's not a topic. That's cool. <laughs> so, and I think that's fine. I think my husband... Yeah. Would, you know, okay I, I, and I think, I think Rich, we're all Rich good Stewart. with that. No, well, he was, he's a good cook. I wrote a cooking column, so he would end oh, up in the Oh, there column. you go. Yeah, so he, okay. would, he would occasionally end up in the... Different every, His things are, yeah, a la, co- a la Coltrane is what he would... And that was that's him just winging dinner and yeah. throwing stuff together. So, yeah, yeah occasionally he would show up. Yeah. But, the, but it, yeah, that was different. Yeah, no. Um, the only time it comes in is, you know, I, I am married to a person of another race, and so I have biracial children, and it never has been, there is literally of 21 years of being a public school parent in Marblehead, there was literally one episode that was wow. remotely racial and it was handled beautifully by um, the school officials and everything went as completely perfectly as I could have anticipated. So race has not been an issue for us, for, for anything, but, you know, people talk about that. They're like, well, you know, well, what do you have to say on this? And I'm like, not part of our world. Yeah. It's, we've been I really feel lucky. Like, I feel yeah, like that's yeah, awesome. Like yeah. you have to sort of been really and, lucky. And you do. Yeah. You sort of have to have boundaries, especially when you're a columnist, because it's like I think it's like comics. You know, it's so easy to draw in from those personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And if your spouse is okay with it, that's great. Or if your significant other is not okay with it, then you, you have to, to be like you that. need to respect yeah. that yeah. and figure out. There's about a billion other things in the world that you could be writing about. Yeah, yeah. And 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 people do ask me that, like, oh my gosh, how do you find stuff to write? about i'm like holy heck how do i not right. write about there's a lot of like yeah you know like i said every once in a while i come up dry i got nothing but you know for the most part i'm crossing more things off the list than i am like looking for more so since you have so much to talk about mm-hmm. are you are you working on a sequel is there a i am there is oh, there awesome. is a work in progress and i i've i've become a, a i'm trying to get better at twitter and I know that the hashtag WIP is work in progress ah. for the writing community on Twitter. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to follow stuff like that. I do have a work in progress. It's called uh, Those We Thought We Knew, Extraordinary Lives of Ordinary People. Cool. Love it. And um, I'm, got a story. I'm looking for, and, 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 and that's how I wrote this book. And my, my father said, everybody has a book in them. Everybody has a story. They think they can't tell it. They think it's not interesting, but everybody's got a story. And 90% of it, we never know. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking... I'm looking, actively looking for people, and and please tell everyone you know. Um, I'm looking for You want to plug your... your, uh, I was just going to say... I just... I need subjects. The book is, like, not going to happen if I can't find people. I am... um, on Facebook okay. or uh, Brenda Kelly Kim on Facebook or Irish Gal I R R I S H G A L two R's because someone in Seattle has the real spelling of it and won't give it up. <laughs> so I R R I S H G A L at gmail.com. Email me. Um, I'm looking for people who like everybody thinks that guy that lives two houses up is just grumpy and and doesn't like people but maybe he stormed the beaches at normandy or everybody thinks that woman that never got married maybe her fiance was a flyer in the war and he didn't come back and you know know, something like that i want to i have to interject because we used to have a columnist in medford about a billion years ago and he was an elderly gentleman and he was very like very proper and Quite by accident, one day I was speaking to him, and he was bringing in his column, and they were kind of, you know, boring. And I just started, he was bringing, you know, he was like, oh, I'm just waiting to give the editor the column. He just started, we just started jabbering. Mm-hmm. He was a World War II spy. Isn't that awesome, right? He, he did, I don't know, he just brought this up, and he, he had some little trinket with him. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, when I was on the OSS. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. What? And so I ended up, <laughs> yeah. like, booking an afternoon with him, and he let me interview him. I was, like, spent, like, the best, like, three hours of my, oh my life gosh, just listening great? to great him story. talk about yeah. being dropped behind enemy lines. And here was this, like, little old man who was, like, 87, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. had been mm-hmm. writing columns for us forever. 
forever. It's great, isn't it? And only because he just, you know, dropped this little thing, and I asked him what it was. I mean, yeah. it was amazing. It was like an amazing experience. But I've got one person already lined up for the book. She's uh, 97 or 98, I forget. She was a code girl in the U.S. Navy oh, cool. in World War II. I mean, she has the book, and she, Neat. you know, she she completely gets it, and she's sharp as a tack, and she's amazing. And Are you looking that. from people from all over the North Shore? All just over. Doesn't, it doesn't okay, even great. have to be local. I get that we're wicked local, but um, I'm hoping somebody outside of Marblehead might be buys the next book. <laughs> Looking for a little bit more growth. All right. Awesome. That's good. So, yeah, would, but anybody who's got a, a story, please let me know because I really want to I, I want to talk about people. And it's not an unsung hero. I, no. it's, it's wonderful that, you know, if you've saved a puppy from a semi-tractor trailer or something, that's wonderful, and you know, I'm sure the puppy's happy too. But, you know, it's just it's more about something that nobody would imagine or just people who are living yeah. their ordinary lives yeah. going about they just don't and have these experiences yeah. and they and and they don't even have to be i'm not looking for like queen for a day sob story oh my god i yeah. lost 12 fingers you know it isn't like that <laughs> it's oh. just it's just a question of like I was present. I was this witness to mm-hmm. a piece of history. That's amazing. And it and it doesn't even have to be somebody who's alive. If there are family members who want to talk about somebody who has passed away, that's fine too. Um, but yeah, awesome. those we thought we knew extraordinary lives. Of I love it. And I think the cover should be Brenda with her shoes and her white wine. Doing something else, like doing I think something it, else. Yeah, I, should be the, that should be holding on for theme. dear life, yes. right? With a bunch of other people behind her standing there. I know. Like, I, I have to say thing. this. I, I I tell people all the time. I said, you know, buy the book if for no other reason than the cover art by Kristen Nyberg is just amazing, <laughs> and she just she was so good. I literally sat with her at a Starbucks, and I said, so what do you think? Like, I have no idea. And I was thinking like swimming pool minivan, and then I'm just like, maybe I can get stock photos of a minivan in to a swimming pool and I'm like well that's horrible who wants to think about the kids strapped in their car seats oh it's terrible so nobody wants to think about that and so I'm just like what can I do what can I do and she literally just like sketched it out on like a coffee napkin and she's like what about this and I'm like oh you're amazing so yeah a book like this doesn't happen as I say in the introduction book like this doesn't happen without a boatload of people behind you and supporting you and and helping you I went to I went to a class reunion, um, and you know everybody there. Marblehead class of '82, Marblehead High School, in the fishbowl. That's what we call ourselves. It's like living in a fishbowl, full of vodka. Um, <laughs> but we are the fishbowl class, and um, somebody came up to me out of the blue and said, "I read your book, and I thought the best part of it was when you talked about your friend when you got cancer, and you found out you were sick. You had a good friend." who was an oncology person and opened up, quote, a can of medical whoop-ass, <laughs> end quote, sorry. And, um, and my friend Rosemary happened to be standing there right with me at the time because she's a, she's a high school classmate, and she's like, that was me. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. Because See, that's what we have a lot in common because I'm also class of 82, not Marblehead, but, and my best friend's name oh, yeah. is Rosemary. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There that's you go. freaky. Well, I know. <laughs> I am not of 82. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, our, our class is really a cohesive whole, and we really we get along so much better than we did then. And some of us perspective. I think you've done that a lot. We've gained the maturity and the perspective, and it was so funny. I loved that this person said that, and Rosemary was standing right there. I was just like, because it just doesn't lose, you know, it loses something if you just had to tell her about it. I love. um, I'm trying to remember what you call them, Um, and you've written about them in your column too. Speaking of friends, is your your group of friends my estrogen posse? Your estrogen posse. (laughs) My tribe, my my girls, my Irish women's. Committee. The Irish Women's the Committee. Irish Women's Committee yes. Who uh, we're, is today Thursday? Because we're meeting it tomorrow, is, Friday. Is. We are. Yeah, we are. We are doing it. We have. I have not seen my Irish Women's Committee, but I am telling you, when you talk about a life-saving group of people, besides Rosemary, the oncology nurse, we have the Irish Women's Committee, who are just. You know, people that I met along the way when we were in playgroups and kids were mm-hmm. little and it was a snowy day and you had a two-year-old and sometimes that playgroup meeting 
from he 10 to 11 was savior. everything to you. Mm-hmm. And they are the people on whose door you can knock and yep. say, I'm up against it. And and the book, um, the, the High Tide and the whole sink or swim thing is based on my friend Catherine, who's a member of the Irish Women's Committee. And I would vacation at her parents' beautiful home in uh, Three Mile Harbor. And I took all the kids down to the beach one day, and there was a high tide and a, and a rogue squall or some other kind of undertow or oceanography thing that I missed in science class. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, these kids were like out in the current, and I was five months pregnant, and I'm grabbing them in, and I'm hollering, and she's coming down from the deck, and she's grabbing people in, and it was a whole thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's high tide at the pond. And ever since then, when Catherine will say to me, like, oh, how's it going? And I'd be like, it's high tide at the the pond. pond. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just like, sink or swim? And she's like, and she's the one that told me, there's a high tide twice a day. You better be ready for it. If you think nothing bad's going to happen in your life and you're never going to come up against these obstacles, oh, my God, you're so wrong because it's coming But you know what? It's always great to have, like, a group of friends that can throw you the life preserver. Absolutely. Or will will hold you up Absolutely. And I mean, literally, Catherine was literally there that day, like literally pulling us in. But there have been many times where Catherine and Trish and Kristen and Rosemary and Eileen and all of my Irish Women's Committee friends have been there for me. And literally, cool. it's life-saving. Awesome. So we have always asked our guests mm-hmm. um, what kind of books they like to read and what's mm-hmm. on your nightstand. That's Chris's. <gasps> what's yes. on my nightstand? <laughs> what's awesome. On nightstand? <laughs> I love it. Um, Two books. Two books are on my um, nightstand right now. I'm reading 12 Patients, which is by a doctor, and I'm a terrible person because I can't remember his name right now, but he is the doctor that wrote the book that the um, story uh, New Amsterdam was based on, the TV series. Um, And I've actually met him and I've met some of the cast members because it was in an event in Boston when they were um, Brenda does a lot of science writing. Oh, no, I'm done yeah. with the science. Well, she, she's done with it, but she did a lot of science. I did cool. a lot of science so, writing, yeah. so medical stuff was where I was interested in. And, <laughs> yeah. and his book is 12 Patients, and they've taken from that book, and they made it into New Amsterdam, the TV series. So I'm I'm working my way through that, and it's so, like, it's like a superfood. It's nutrient-dense. There's so much information there, and I'm loving it. And I'm also um, looking at a book that I saw, that I found from a guy who went to the Arts Festival Writers' Workshop, Clem... Mm-hmm somebody um dancing with fireflies oh i like the title and it's really good he's a i think he's a local author to the north shore and it's called dancing with fireflies and it's about growing up in you know sort of suburban rural ohio in the 40s and 50s wow. with a mom who was mentally ill and and how they tiptoed around her illness and how he grew up and it's fascinating like i can't put it down so you like, like that might be a so you you really like nonfiction, or you really I do. like real biography? I know everybody we people. asked so far are like reading these great not you know nonfiction mm-hmm. books, and I'm like, I'm all about yeah. the real stuff. Like, I want to know. Like, this is like I like to write away. Like Robert Parker next to my, you know. Oh, <laughs> I do love Robert Parker. <laughs> I have to say, Louise I love Penny, him. You know, yeah. yeah. But but no, <laughs> lately my taste is running to biographies, autobiographies, or historical stuff. Biographies. I I never really was much into biographies. I don't really know why. And lately I have yeah been, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm halfway through Catherine Graham's biography. Okay, You're still on that. Huh? Yeah, I put it down for a little while. It just because yeah. it does it does wait. But I picking it back up again. No. I feel like every year now that I've gotten to a certain age, I feel like every year I want to do like I want to challenge myself not to say just be reading the same old stuff mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I read so now I you know I sort of add yeah. like I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to try to read a classic this year or I'm right. going to try to read right. a biography or something nonfiction well, and just yeah. make, yeah. you know, sort of challenge myself a little every bit. Every summer <clears> I reread <throat> The Great Gatsby. Because as an English major, I read it, I, I, I it's like genuflect yeah. when you say Fitzgerald, yeah. you know, it's and I mean, book. all of that is a fabulous book and I love it. So I, and it's always been my favorite. And anybody who knows me knows that's my favorite. So I, I it, it was it. funny because Chris and I were, um, Chris and I were shooting our logo photo earlier today. <laughs> 
And he, she picked up the book, this book that I that we you know we brought in a ton of books so we yeah. could take our photos. And she was like, "War and Peace, really?" I know. I'm like, great. I'm like, I have Show Stephen off. King, <laughs> War and Peace. I'm like, I was right. like, this is sums it up right there. This is yeah. my project book for the summer. Sure. Yeah. Every yeah. summer, yeah. I want a project book. I'm sorry. Well, I literally I made it. I, I learned to speak a... Spanish or something, you know, useless like that. I got to read a big thick novel. Well before there was the Tide Pod Challenge and the 48 Hour Challenge and all these other stupid online challenges that people my challenge was when I went to college I don't care for Shakespeare it just Mm -hmm. uh, you know I understand that it's wonderful literature I've been to his garden and his home in England and I paid the proper respect however I don't enjoy it and I spent four years in college trying to graduate with an English degree never having to read Shakespeare (laughs) and I did it I I, I, you know I I think that says a lot for my school in allowing a diversity of interest in in English majors so yeah so I'm not a big Shakespeare fan but I'm a huge um, my senior thesis was in American naturalism so Hemingway Faulkner Fitzgerald and all of that that's that's my go-to and I still have some Hemingway that I will always just sort of pick up but See, I was not a huge Hemingway fan. I, oh. I have a couple here. I liked his... Um, Except for Old Man in the Sea. Yeah. I literally wanted to, like, reach through the cover of the book and choke oh, so him. That's my husband's favorite. He oh, God, that. no. See, I like, no, 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 I like no, his Nick no. Adams stories. Yes, the Nick Adams. I love Nick, Nick Adams. Adams I love Up in Michigan. I love The well, Sun also. Up in Michigan, Michigan is Michigan. a right. very... It's a short story. It's part. Okay. It's in an anthology that I have. So I, I like sort of his lesser-known stuff. Yeah. And, and, and I like the whole... Um, 20s expat World War II farewell to arms kind of mm. mindset that he has in his books. Faulkner is a little more difficult and yeah. Fitzgerald is just everything. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have to if you're going to watch the movie I'm just going to say it watch the Robert Redford version. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry Leonardo. I know. I love Leo. He looks wonderful Great guy, in, the, in the clothes. You know. But oh my lord no. I know. I'll never give up Jack, but no, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I absolutely saw that that new version and went, I don't understand. What is happening here? Why are they yeah, playing, no, why are they no, playing no, this weird music? Not. And is- and especially like you don't what you don't see in a film is when you read the book and you have you know, the symbolism the of, imagery. of yes. the light and yes. the imagery and yep. the ash and heaps the glasses, and the this one and the you know the, the and, and yeah. it, somebody even said it's like um, Gulliver's Travels with West Egg and East Egg and little yeah. people and yep. big people. It's like all this all this stuff going on. And that just doesn't come out in the movie. Yeah. It's just, you know, if you're not going to... Chris and I have had this discussion, movies versus books. <laughs> yeah. We say, read the book read first. The read the, Oh, I was there just... I very, was, very few instances. I was the, telling Chris yeah, earlier. Yeah, book. I was watching, um, she was saying Peyton Place was oh, one yeah. of her favorite books. And I said, yes, I you know, read the book too. And when I talk about it, people are like, I saw that movie. Oh my God, it was a book. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus almighty. You know, yes, it was a book. <laughs> Or the worst part when they when they go, oh, I don't watch black and white movies. What? Well, you know, and I have people tell me the opposite. They don't read authors that aren't dead. What? And I'm like, what? really? I only read dead authors. I'm like, oh God, mighty high. You can't do a book club if you're already wow. dead. <laughs> right. And there's so much good All the, stuff. By the way, book clubs. I'm available. <laughs> and where since this is since this is self published, where can people find it? Where can um, people find your book? They can find it on Amazon.com, which is um, a, a wonderful platform, and that's the awesome. easiest way to get it. Great. But locally, Shubies carries it, and the Spirit of 76 carries it, nice. or find me. I'll, I'll get you a copy. All right. So it's Sink or Swim, Tales or from swim. the Deep, Tales end, from the of deep end of Everywhere. And yes, you know, columns and column ideas are welcome, as long as, you know, it's nothing to controversial do you <laughs> so, still have to live here so if you uh, if you right. have an idea for Brenda or you want to you have somebody that you think would be make a fascinating story for the new book definitely. Irish girl I-R-R-I-S-H-G-A-L Irish gal Irish gal dot gmail at gmail dot com absolutely hit me up and we are so thankful to you. Yeah, and, oh my gosh! And thank you for and thank you like, for the snickerdoodles because they, oh, they were cookies. cookies so. mm, they were they supposed were awesome. to be brownies, but there was an incident. <laughs> That's in her next book. <laughs> so we want to thank for next week. So <laughs> we want to thank uh, Brenda Kelly Kim. Yes, for being you. on Book Nation. Um, yeah, I can't wait to check out your next book. Thanks for having and me. We'll I appreciate have you it. back when that when that happens. I would love it. And thank, thank you. you all for joining us. I'm Chris Stevens, and I'm Nell Coakley. And we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you.